Hi, Jonathan. Hey, Luke. WordPress broke the internet. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Well, all of those terrible things about the internet, you know, the angry comments and the uh, anger-driven Facebook algorithms, all of those sorts of things. I was reading this essay yesterday that blamed, well, movable type, but WordPress also (laughs) for being responsible for that. And here's how. I thought this was super interesting. was before WordPress was popular, before movable type, before this concept of specifically of reverse chronological order posts. Ah, okay. Yeah. The internet was a lot more freeform, right? You'd have various personal sites and you wouldn't really have these like long essays like we do today. Yeah. These blog posts. Because we didn't have the idea of reverse chronological order. And when we got reverse chronological order, and you know what I mean by that, right? Like the the most recent post is at the top. Yeah. We got this mindset of, well, we have to put something out there that is completely thought out, that is, you know, finished, a finished product. um, And it's... It's not a work in progress, right? We can't mm. have that little construction gif at the bottom of it. Um, it's this is this idea that I'm putting out there, and I'm going to put more out there. And it opened the door for people to start um, disagreeing because it's all of a sudden I have this opinion. It's this specific the, taking a taking a stand. Yeah. Before this, everything was more freeform. It was. This is the things that I like, and this is what I'm learning about. And it was sort of like this concept. Do you remember this concept of learning in the open? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought, I I thought that, that was an that, interesting idea. I resonate with that pressure of like, okay, you know, our latest has to be the best. I'm like, okay, which what blog post do I have at the front right now? Mm. And yeah, I, I resonate with that. Broke though. <laughs> Well, it broke the internet at the time. It completely changed the way that the internet works. I do love the topic of unintended consequences, right? Like, yeah, I can see if you add reverse chronological order as a primary concept, it's going to have unintended consequences mm-hmm. in terms of how people think, where they focus their energy. Exactly. And, uh, and that's I'd how say Twitter started. That's how Facebook started. It's, how, yeah. it's all reverse chronological order. And... I think it's just like it's a mindset of the modern internet user is reverse chronological order, even though a lot of the times it's algorithm-based. It hmm. still sort of has its roots in that. So what would happen if you switched? Because you can change the order in WordPress. Go and change it to display the oldest post first. What do you think oh, would right. be the, yeah. the consequence I, of that? Well, it's not so much the reverse. It's So there's this concept out there. Have you heard of it? of uh, digital gardening. I, I can imagine where it's going. Tell, tell us more. Yeah, it's just this idea that the website, a website shouldn't necessarily have an order to it. Yeah. Right? And your blog posts don't need to be fully formed, f- thought out ideas. You might just stub something out and put mm-hmm. it, just put it, publish it. You know, it's not fully thought out yet and you can put it up there and, and, Identify it as like a seedling, if you want to go with the gardening analogy, a seedling of an idea 
these are my first thoughts and I'm still figuring it out. And there's this like terms of use or terms of engagement where you're going to say, look, if you're going to come and visit this site, then you need to understand that what you read is me trying to, it's me learning in the open, right? It's me trying yeah. to figure things out as I go. This isn't necessarily my final view. This is just what I've heard and what I've been thinking about and, yeah. you know, a work in progress. And that's what you got to give me. And what I have to give you is if you come and correct me, then if you tell me I'm wrong and show me how and why and can change my mind, then I'll update the article. And over time, these things are a living document, right? And then over time, this is going to go from a seedling of an idea into something more substantial and grow and mm. grow until it becomes, to use a blogging term, evergreen. Yeah. I like I like that a lot. And I would agree. Like In general, if I go to a website and find an issue, I have a very low expectation or incentive to, to like make a suggestion because it's they might not do anything with it. There's not really that sense of uh, dynamic potential. Like it's, it's like, oh, that blog post is done. Uh, yeah. It's more a surprise when there's an update or a correction made to it. So I have an example of this. I'm, I'm curious for your take on. I've been thinking about a topic. I've been thinking about WordPress business models. And I have this, like, I definitely make blog posts harder than they need to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. In terms of like, okay, I've got this. I have like five unpublished posts that are just sitting and that I just haven't looked at again in years. And so I had this debate of like, okay, do I do a blog post? Do I post on Twitter? Which I don't do very often. And then I was like, okay. And then I decided to do a little experiment of like, let me put some ideas on, on Twitter. The primary reason I did it was this motivation of checking my thinking and getting engagement where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to try to put a finished thing out there. Just put some initial thoughts and get some engagement where people can give me some input and expand my thinking. The, the, the downside that I had to that was this tension where I was like, well, I'd love this to be on like, I guess not on Twitter. Well, which I don't have any problem with that where it's like, I was like, okay, I was trying to relate how to connect this to where does the blog post fit into this? And my best take at the moment is it's the next step. So like I started talking about it on Twitter and now I'll do the blog post to kind of bring it together. But to, and to your point, what I agree with is like it should be less about me like nailing the piece, which means it's going to take longer, mm -hmm. and more about just bringing the ideas together so far, and then just being open to adjusting that. I don't know. Like, right. that's, yeah. what do you think? Well, I think if it's reverse chronological order, then it will get lost. Right? You, people yeah. won't be able to find the content again, and if you update it, it doesn't mean anything. You know. But in the concept of a digital garden, you have like a link to it somewhere, whether it's on the homepage mm -hmm. or in a subcategory. Yeah, like maybe things I'm thinking about right now, yeah. like a, a yeah, top of exactly. mind. exactly, or things I've thought about in the past. I love yeah. the idea that it's like accessible to... My you know, favorite topics. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you spend a week, you know, deep diving on something, you write things up as you go. Yeah. You know what the interesting thing about it is the effort. If you think of it about, it, about it as an effort over time graph... With a blog post, you have these huge spikes and then mm -hmm. nothing, right? You have big spikes and then nothing. But with a digital garden, it's more like a constant low-level effort. It's a regular practice, like a meditation or a spiritual practice. Of It's a journaling practice almost of coming back and over time, everything that you've been thinking about and doing and learning about, you're just putting little bits here and there and growing it and intending it and adjusting it and fixing things. You know what I'm saying? It does feel like a lost art. And I'm wondering too, if maybe this is part of the, of why comments died off. 
maybe people stop believing. Like if you if you leave a comment on an older post, they stop believing that that was going to have any value. Like right. you're either on the latest thing or you're not. Like like who's you know, people like left comments on an old post, the author never responds. So it's like very little incentive to engage in that cultivation process collectively. Whereas, because I can imagine, so I could try this, right? And I could put a post out there. Um, and I think you're right. Like if it's just reverse chronological, my own interest is going to shift down. And then it's sad to me to see a post where that invites comments and there's no comments. Mm. Whereas, and then people are then turning to places like Twitter to get engagement on something, especially not just engagement in the sense of like, I want more eyeballs, but like, I want to hear from people. I want to like have my ideas be tested and refined and recognize that it's not finished yet. So if with this idea, if we were to shift this more of cultivation, like, cause you could do this easily in WordPress, do a post, but rather, and then the reverse chronological is just fine, but then add like a little widget where it's like, these are the active things I'm working on right now where people can yeah. see those. You can point to them. Yeah, you would just, then just have do to everything as pages, them. as well. That's or, yeah, that's way. fair. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I I think even with Twitter, where, where you might go there, but it doesn't. It might help with engagement, but it doesn't help with that um, learning process. So you you put it on Twitter and you get engagement for a week, and then two weeks later, is it still relevant? Do you still remember it? Where is that that's documented? Fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. So yeah, it's not too, it's not a bad idea getting engagement on Twitter, but take those learnings mm-hmm. and either just if you don't have time, just stub them out as dot points. Um, these were the various different views. Chuck them in a table, you know, or write it up if you've got more time. Write it up with mm-hmm. more detail. One of the things I love in this thread is how do we lower the barrier of entry? Because uh, I, I've realized this about myself. There's a fair amount of things that I'm working out in my head that don't really offer all that much benefit until they get out of my head, right? Like we think a lot about WordPress. We think of whether it's a topic of business models, whether it's the future of WordPress. It's like there's pe- and I know this is a common problem. We have this sort of high barrier of like, oh, if I want to do a blog post, it's got to be like, it's going to be a lot of effort. It's going to be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so how many people have well thought out things in their head that just never see the light of day because of this higher perceived barrier of entry. I certainly feel that pressure. And I think also a lot of your, your particular work would benefit from this kind of model because it's really made for you in a lot of ways. Cause you do do the deep thinking on this and you do like do the research and you go and you, you interview people and you find things out. And then it goes in, this is like kind of an unfortunate part about even your website. Is it? Yeah, I remember totally. you wrote this, this great article um, maybe like a year or so ago about the state of hosting and Mm -hmm. who's ever going to look at that again? Yeah. It's a great point. Like I've wrestled with this too, because I have my like operating system piece, a few of them that are like classics, but that are just buried chronologically in my feed. And, and and, like, I'm proud of the diversity because I'll talk about acting. I'll talk about this, like whatever, like that's fine. But yeah, these things that I'm, especially like working on do get and yeah, do get buried. So you could have, you know, I love the idea of making it freeform too. It doesn't have to fit into any existing models. It's a garden. You can make it yeah. however you like, and you can put pathways here and pathways there. Uh, you can you know, link forward and backwards. Two way linking is a whole concept. That's kind of interesting to deep dive into as well. And, 
you can have a section that's about here's my thoughts on host WordPress hosting or even just WordPress and then go uh, do a deeper and and that's like a maybe it's just you've got a grid on your website and you here's the WordPress button on the grid and you can do subcategories or maybe you organize them as like a, a thought cloud what's what's the call with like bubbles that are around each other with each yeah, different mind sizes yeah. mind map you know depending on how thought out the idea is yet and you could just you could go crazy right you could do all sorts of things and wordpress could well and i mean this is you're describing what could are perfect examples of blocks right like you can have yeah. a block that does this a block that does that like we have that potential for free form to just have a kind of an open, like, okay, what do I feel like goes here right now? This is reminding me, and we talked about YesterWeb and this trend towards like the mm-hmm. HTML and CSS, part of the attractiveness of that. Remember, we had uh, Peter St. Andre on a Perspectives episode. Yeah. And his website was like this really quote unquote old school, like HTML. And, but it was also, it defied convention enough that you paid more attention than you saw that he kept it up to date. It was like actually up to date. It wasn't just the typical, mm-hmm. you know, it didn't give that like, blog feel where it's like yeah yeah i was thinking about my about page today as a good example of like that thing is already out of date like i haven't touched it yeah and but but you don't feel quite so bad about it if you've got something there that indicates the last this was originally created on this date and the last time this was updated was on this date and this is the status like uh this is how fully formed this particular page is and it gives this expectation that you're going to come back to it at some point and it's not everything there yet, uh, you know, that sort of thing. It's a bit of a tangent, but I, I wonder also, a big part of this, I think, for me is thinking, this is a bit of a deep thought, sorry. It's here, is no, it's thinking, is thinking about uh, when, I, when I die, when I pass yeah. on, yeah, yeah. like what's left of me for my children – and you know how can they engage with me? Well, they'll my, they'll have my website, right? They'll have that. And if that is a WordPress blog where I've just posted random, fully thought out ideas, that's a very, very small part of me. Yeah. But with the concept of a digital garden, it becomes a much bigger part of me because I'm putting a lot of different things that I'm thinking about. I'm doing it regularly and indicating how much I've thought th- this th- through. And also with WordPress, you know, who knows if WordPress is going to still be around in 50 years from from now. But I can, if it was handwritten in HTML and CSS, I'm pretty sure that's still going to be accessible even after WordPress has come and gone. 